Good morning and welcome to episode 36 of the Quickie Podcast. Thanks for being here. If you haven't had a chance yet, take a moment now to head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating for the podcast. I would really appreciate it. It helps us get found by more designers, more illustrators, more creative directors and art directors, and helps grow this design community and brings more stories to you, the listener, from all sorts of different designers out there. So please do that. That'd be awesome. Now, today's guest is Zoe Gay. She is the art director and designer at Gyro, which is in Denver, Colorado. And as you probably know, Colorado was one of the first uh, states to legalize cannabis, recreational marijuana. So we talk about packaging design for that industry back in the day when it was first legalized and what that was like. Uh, Zoe shares with us how she was uh, from Florida, moved to Alabama, and somehow landed in Denver. Not quite at Vancouver yet, but she says she's on her way. I believe her. Zoe also loves the outdoors. She loves her yoga and, of course, design. Um, She enjoys expressing herself through fashion and clothes as well. Um, And she also shares a really funny story about uh, something her and her mom used to do uh, in parks down in Florida. I'll leave that for the interview, but it's hilarious. And it really shows just the kind of fun personality that Zoe has. And uh, it was awesome talking to her. She's tons of fun. And I know you're going to like this one. So let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, Zoe Gay. Here we go. Welcome to the Quickie Podcast, the daily interview show where we talk to graphic designers about their journey to the creative field, and we do it in 30 minutes or less. So, are you ready for a Quickie? Welcome to the Quickie Podcast. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. A little nervous, but I'm Uh, ready for it. Don't sweat it. You ready to rock? Yeah. Perfect. Well, briefly tell the listeners about yourself. Um, so my name is Zoe Gay. I am, I live in Denver, Colorado. I've been here for almost six years to the beginning of June. So I just recently had my six-year anniversary here. Um, I'm from South Florida. I love to go hiking and camping and I love my yoga and um, I'm an art director designer at um, a company called Gyro and I'm really digging it. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah. So a move from Florida to Colorado, what inspired that? Yikes. Um, well, you know, it's funny. I feel like it was like kind of fate because I, I thought about um, going into Boulder, Colorado, um, and I like toured the campus and everything, and I was like, oh my god, this is so cool, and I was like, you know what, I don't want to deal with the snow, I'm good, I'll go to school in Alabama, and then I went to school in Alabama, and now, like, look at me, I'm in Denver, and the snow is not that bad, the, cl- the climb is awesome, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's quite the, quite the difference, but um, I don't really miss Florida. <laughs> just just saying sorry but i miss the i miss the water i miss the ocean mm-hmm. and just 
kind of being close to water. That's in my family, of course. You see, in Vancouver here, we've got the mountains and the ocean. I know. Maybe I should just move there. Yeah, you stopped only halfway. You got to kind of keep heading. I just keep going. Yeah, yeah. keep heading <laughs> northwest. That's it. <laughs> awesome. So, what was your childhood like? And do you feel that you had a creative childhood? And what made it that way? Um. Yeah. My for most of my childhood, it was just like me and my mom, just like taking on the world and like doing whatever. I wanted in moderation and like, Hey mom, I want to like, I want to go skateboarding. And so she'd hop on her bike and I'd skateboard and she would like, and she'd like pull me too. And so, um, I, she'd let me wear whatever I wanted. And, um, so I feel like the creativity stemmed from just having an open childhood. Mm-hmm. Like, um, my mom never really said no, like she kind of wanted to like, fire that creativity within me um so i give shout out to my mom Um, (laughs) it's almost like inspiring you encouraging you to pick creative paths pick your own journey and you know yeah totally like she has always been supportive of the choices that i've made and like who i am as a person and so i feel like that kind of i don't know i feel like that like kind of started like my childhood and I went to a Montessori school, so they're like, hey, let's put you all together in one class and learn the same thing. Like, it was kind of a weird school, but. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. In the past now, any distinct memories of, uh, you know, a certain adventure you went on with your mom? Oh, my gosh. This is a really weird story, but it always, like, reminds me of just, like, me and my mom. We sit on the, I don't know if this is creative, but. Um, we'd sit on the near the intercoastal and just wait for people to pass by and um, this is kind of a silly story but um, you know those like cups with goo that like make fart noises (laughs) (laughs) so like I, I bet you it was my idea and so my mom and I sat there and like as people walked by we'd like push the goo into the cup and then it'd make a fart noise. Um, (laughs) That's not like a really creative story, but um, I painted a lot like freely at home. Mm -hmm. Um, I did a, I did a self portrait when I was younger and I spelled the word. It was like, hi, my name's Zoe and I'm special. And I spelled the word special wrong, um, which is kind of funny and ironic. Do you have that framed Um, on your wall now? My mom has a brain. Oh, perfect. I'm like, I'm like, I accidentally painted my skin like way, way, way too tan. And mm-hmm. like, I was a very pale child. And so it's not really, it's, it's great. It's a great self-portrait. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great step in your creative path. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a... I can't do portraits of people. My painting now is quite abstract. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Safe. So then take us back to when you first started noticing design in the world. Is there a particular moment or thing that you remember seeing? I, you know, I don't know. I feel like I've always expressed myself with clothing Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, pattern play and like, like a tutu and combat boots when I was younger so I feel like that like design in the world started 
then. I don't know if I was exactly like aware of it. Um, but as I got older, I kind of remember like being turned off by, you know, certain. Oh, there's my cat. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Um, like being turned off by like billboards that I'd see on the highway or, you know, food packaging that wasn't. Um, appetizing or things that just I, I started to become like less attractive to those things so mm-hmm. I think that started there so it almost sounds like that fashion and style unique style through clothing was your or sort of first creative outlet I think so like I still love wearing like weird things and like pushing the boundaries and kind of freaking people out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, today was more of like a normal day. It was like a blue dress and like cheetah sneakers. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that's like a, a fun way to express yourself in a creative sense. And I mm-hmm. think that's where it started. That's cool. Can't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been one of the most influential designs of your life so far? Are there something you've seen or something you've been a part of? Um, one of my old jobs, so like maybe like four years ago. So like I said, I'm in Denver, Colorado, um, six, about six years ago, marijuana became legal. Mm -hmm. And so around that time I was working on an agency that did a lot of packaging and advertising and marketing for two cannabis companies. And... I was doing packaging for chocolate bars, elixirs, like mints, and, you know, spreads in magazines, and um, that was a really cool experience to be a part of. Kind of like a pivotal part in advertising here in um, Denver, just to kind of be on the front end of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Now everyone's... Do, I mean, everyone's doing it. Like, there's a lot of it out there now. Yeah, you go. Yeah, you go to a dispensary, and and um, what looks appetizing, like what looks like you want to eat it, and that's kind of hard to be like, oh, that looks like I just want to like pick it up and start eating it because you know it might be a beautiful design, but is it capturing the consumer's attention? Like, are you making their mouth water? Are you making them thirsty? And so it's also like kind of a challenge with like package food packaging mm-hmm. and marijuana. So sort of being on that lead edge of the legalization and coming up with packaging design, you know, entering into that market was the huge sort of eye opener learning curve for you then. Yeah, it was. And that's like where I got my start in packaging. And yeah, it was a, and not to say that people weren't doing it before, but it wasn't it wasn't as prevalent. Mm-hmm. Like there weren't as many agencies, probably I'll say in Denver, doing it as there are now. Um, so yeah, that was like a really cool um, part of my career to be a part of, mm-hmm. and seeing things change and seeing what other agencies are doing now. It's, it's wild. Yeah, influential it's, for sure. Then. Yeah, yeah, it's. It's and it's cool to you know go into a dispensary and be like, hey, I designed that, I put my hands on that, like I, 
you know, as like, or going to, you know, did some beer too, but you know, it's a, it, it was a really cool experience to be a part of. Mm-hmm. So what do you think has been the most challenging time in your design career so far? Why was it challenging and how did you get through it? Okay. This one I had to write down and think about, but, <laughs> um, it was for a hair care, um, client that we worked with it and they had like three steps one two three and it came and it, they delivered to your house and then um in a box and you know depending if your hair was dry you would get a and then if your hair was greasy you'd get b and so um when we first presented the client they picked my design which was essentially just torn up paper this collage it was really cool and badass and I was like yeah this is great and then um it just like slowly started to get watered down and I was like and everyone was like no what's happening and you know you kind of that's the thing about design like you have to let go like it's Mm -hmm. nothing personal but you know and the client wants what they want and so it went from this like crazy vibrant energetic like torn paper collage box with like a nice beautiful band said what it said what it was to just a white box <laughs> with the logo on it and that was that was a bummer that was a bummer but oh that's tough um it was a 180 but hey i mean it's a cool product they're they're great nice people but yeah that was like i don't know i didn't take it personally but it's kind of it's a drastic change and kind of like a little bit of a hard pill to swallow and be like, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> you're <laughs> the, making the wrong decision. <laughs> the one that you were just so stoked on is just slowly slipping away. Yeah. It just kind of just like, I just got watered down. It's like, okay, it's a little diluted. Like, you know, it's toned down the colors and the patterns. And, oh, well, why don't we just do the inside collage? And then like, well, why don't we, and then it's just a white box. wild that was a wild ride but it's okay i mean you can't take it personally Mm -hmm. so i want to ask you about social media do you think social media has changed graphic design uh or the process of design and is that beneficial or harmful um i don't know i think it's like i think it's like beneficial and I think it's also could be a little bit harmful um beneficial in the sense it's you can see what everyone is doing like I follow a bunch of hashtags on Instagram um and they pop up through my feed all the time and it's great to see what people are doing but um I think sometimes if you start seeing stuff a lot you might you might accidentally like copy it or I don't know it's it's interesting um you're able to see like what brands are doing which is great um you're also being you're able to see like what people across the world are doing how people are thinking and you know that might inspire something else but hey like if you have like cool idea and you don't want anyone to I don't know rip rip off it or I don't know it's it's an interesting it's an interesting platform Mm -hmm. for sure 
in the design world. So it causes you to think before you're just throwing up your work that you're super excited about up there. I would think so. Like, yeah, yeah, I would think so. Cause you know, I'm sure you've seen like on social media, like forever 21 and like these companies like H and M they're taking these illustrate illustrators designs and other people's designs and kind of like tweaking it like five or 10%. Mm, yep. So it's, and then, you know, it's like a illustrator that has probably maybe a small following or decent versus you know, these big companies. It's, I don't know. It's, I can't really like swing one way or another, <laughs> but it's just a, I don't know. You're down the middle. You got to think about it. Got to be cautious. Yeah, you kind of just have to know what you're getting yourself into, but I think it's also great exposure. I think there's mm-hmm. ups and benefits and and downfalls of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so who is a designer or brand that you look up to or closely follow, and what is it about them that you like? Um. So I had to think on this one for a bit because I follow a bunch of different people and like. Also, you know, I'll go and Behance or Design Inspiration or and kind of like get kind of get in the little like black holes back. So that, but um, one person that I'm following right now, and I'm I think they're just they're super cool. I think it's two dudes out of Austin. Um, it's called Work by Land. Okay, um, you're like the third person in like the last week re- to drop that. Really? Yeah. Okay, because I learned them. I learned about them like four years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't, and to be completely honest, I don't follow one specific person. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I know there are a lot of Aaron Draplin fans out there, and like, super talented. Absolutely. But that's not the only person that I'm going to go to for inspiration or solely follow. And um, so I don't solely follow one person. That's kind of like, who's on my radar right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think their stuff's super cool. But I, I tend to find my inspiration from a bunch of different places. Mm-hmm. Like where? Like, do you, like, strictly on social media or through that? Or do you find inspiration outside I, the house, outside technology or elsewhere? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I work by um, the Museum of Contemporary Art. Oh, cool. Um, so that is a great starting point. Um, I also have like 12 books on my desk, just like <laughs> stacked high. <laughs> um, like from a collage book, I have one of Aaron Draplin's books. Um, I have a letterhead book. I have this really cool astronomy or astrology, excuse me, book. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and you know, um, a bunch of archives too. Um, so yeah, I like the tactile books and you know you go in with post-it notes and hey this is cool or inspiring to look at so Mm -hmm. I try and look everywhere too that's cool to hear that you have a pile of books I'm my my day job really is in the commercial print industry and uh, yeah so print packaging books tangible stuff yeah totally it's uh it's such a beautiful like I don't know overlooked thing because it's so easy to hop on the internet and be like logo design instead (laughs) of like I don't know go to the go to the library or you know 
open a book or I don't know, read a magazine from the from the King Supers or tour like, the Museum of Contemporary Art. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, so, how do you gauge if your designs are resonating with their intended audiences? Oh man, yeah, I had to think about this one. This might be maybe the sort of your. Uh, the agency's way of analyzing this or your own personal thoughts on that? Um, I think like, I don't know. Cause it, like if it's resonating with the audience, right, it's already out in the world, which, mm-hmm. which that would really suck if it bombed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I imagine it would. <laughs> Um, but I mean, like, I think it starts from, I think like a successful product that resonates with its audience, like starts from the strategy and the brief and the people that come before the creative. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, I think that's super important because you have like this, you know, challenge point that you're working towards and, and then I don't know, the client signs off on that and then the creatives get to work and hopefully the client picks something that they would resonate, like, hey, our audience would love this. So I think, I think like that's, I mean, that's kind of how the, if the client likes it and they're happy, like hopefully it resonates with the audience. Um, but I think, it, you know, also like understanding your audience too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it starts sort of with the upfront strategy and process I yeah I think that's like a really that's a really important part of the creative um, team it's just so you're not willy-nilly like I just think this looks cool so I want to present it it's like no does it have a purpose or mm-hmm. is it hitting like are we solving the problem yep so well, that's a good way to look at it yeah I, so you had shared with us earlier that um, about the hair care box design that didn't quite go the way you had hoped. Um, is there another project that you could take us to that you were a part of that did not go well or bring the desired result? And what was that like? Another... Um, sorry, I'm thinking on this one. I promise I turned I, it into the happy place after. Oh no, you're, you're fine. Yeah, you're man. You're digging me in a deep hole. I'm going back and I'm having flashbacks. Of, um, but um, I mean, that was like uh, that was a bigger, probably one of the bigger like outcomes that I wasn't. I if someone told me like, hey, they're gonna go with a white box, I'd be like, nah, you're joking. Um, I don't know if I've had any other necessarily scenarios like that. I had a project, it was for a cannabis company where I put the wrong barcode on it. Oh, yep, in there. (laughs) And, (laughs) I mean, this kind of isn't necessarily answering your question, but... It totally is. I, I... they gave us two barcodes and one for recreational, one for medicinal. And I think I put either both medicinal or both recreational on both of the, um, packet, the 
chocolate bars. And nobody noticed until it was printed and in retail. No, yes, exactly. And then we had to go. (laughs) It was a nightmare. And then we had to go over to the warehouse and put stickers on. Yep. That was, I guess that was not a desired outcome. No, um, I would say that it wasn't. <laughs> I would it. No, that's perfect. You nailed it. Yeah. So that. Oh man, I still think about that. Like, okay, oh. let's quickly move on. Last one in the dark place here, and then we're gonna okay. power through. Okay. Uh, what are you struggling with in your creative and design career right now? Um, man, another dark place. Um, no, it's okay. Um. I'm pretty like forward with and like I have a lot of conversations with myself the things that I need to work on um I think like right now something that I'm I guess like working on and like not necessarily struggling with but um like my public speaking could definitely be better mm, interesting um I I mean I have an outgoing personality, but when you put me in a room with a client, like, I tend to, like, um, you know, maybe, like, clam up a little bit, and I don't want to trip over my words, and I think too much in my head, and um, so that's something I'm working on. Good. Yeah, and another one is, um, which I I think everyone could, just, like, trusting yourself. And mm-hmm. don't not doubting myself, um, and just being like, more confident. Yeah. Um, so those are things that I'm working on. And yeah. it's interesting you said Sorry. the public speaking answer because there was um, a, a conference put on in Vancouver here called Design Thinkers. It was just uh, two three weeks ago. Did you it, go? Yeah, I went to it, and I actually introduced one of the speakers. So. You in this room of 300 to 500 people. I don't know how many people were in there, but out on stage, lights on you, and you got to give an intro to this guy who's about to come out and give like a 45 minute keynote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got two minutes to get in there, be funny, be interesting, go. Right. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah. How difficult, right? Yep. It, uh, it went well. I always like doubt myself just before. And then you get out there, and as soon as the first couple words get out without a, um, <laughs> you're in the clear. Usually you're in the yeah. clear. <laughs> once, yeah, it's like once you open your mouth and things start rolling well, and you're like, okay, I've got this. You get into a groove. Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. Then you start pointing out audience members and saying, hey, nice shirt, and you know, you're getting, getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just me? Maybe. Maybe it's just me. No, and also like some self-deprecating humor is always great. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Make yourself feel really small first. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Okay, I want to turn this bus around. uh, What's a project that you've been a part of that um, you were the most proud of? Uh, One that makes your heart sing or the biggest design feather in your cap? I think, like I said earlier, like cannabis packaging and being on the forefront of that was really awesome. Um, but I have something like a feather that I would put higher in my cap. I don't know if that's a saying, but um, I did a Red Rocks poster for um, Devochka at one of my old jobs, mm-hmm. and Red Rocks has been around for 
ages and like everyone wants to play there and um yeah it was it was great exposure but it was also just amazing to design a concert poster for a great band mm -hmm. and um people bought my poster which is weird <laughs> that's cool did you get one of it did you get to keep some uh, yeah 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 awesome. and so we did a run with um some paper that has a cool sheen to it and so we we did a special run for those but that right now um that's the that's one of the projects that that's i love the slightly really taller proud. feather in the taller hat Yes, taller feather and a taller hat. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so the last question I wanted to finish with is, what is one design product, tool, website, or community that you just could not live without? This is a hard question. Do you know this is a hard question? Uh, yeah, I'm interested <laughs> like, to see where you're going to take it. I know. I like couldn't. Uh, there's so many... There's so many different things that I like couldn't live without. Like, I mean, I still do start with pen, a pencil to paper. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I couldn't live without that, but I don't know. Like having my creative, weird little brain inside my head, and yeah. like that'd be really hard to live without. Your internal creative community, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like. That like, is this right? Should I do it? Like having those conversations with myself and then putting it to pencil to paper. Um, that was like that. I think those two kind of just stood out for me. Like my creative thinking and my weird little brain. And then, and then I don't think I could live without pencil to paper because that's always where I start. I love it. I like where you took it. Something. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. <laughs> Zoe, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was such an awesome time chatting with you. Yeah, this was fun. I thanks for reaching out. I, I appreciate it. This is this is cool and different. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to today's episode. As you could tell, like right from the moment the interview started, we were basically laughing. Um, it was a super fun interview. Really enjoyed chatting with Zoe. And I love the way she twisted that answer. You know, what, uh, what creative tool, design, community could you not live without her weird little brain? I love the answer. Um, thank you very much for listening again. Have an awesome day. See you tomorrow morning.